what's good. I hope everyone is doing well, feeling connected with those around them, whether it be in physical space or the virtual realm, and finding moments to be productive, creative, or do anything that contributes to your well-being and the environment around you. Thanks for listening to an I Call My Heroes by Their First Name update. Alright, so yes, um, thank you for listening. Um, this is just a quick update to what is going on with uh, I Call My Heroes. Um, there's going to be like four things I would like to just talk about. Um, first being general updates, two shout outs, uh, three uh, current status, and four moving forward. Um, so yeah, basically, um, yeah, this project started as an idea. Well, I guess that's all projects get started, but yeah this started as a way for me to get in contact with friends that i either haven't spoken to in a while and kick it uh with them or just chat with friends that i speak to frequently um uh, while providing learners and teachers of english a resource that is authentic and free due to the current situation we're all in um i you know felt that this way is a great way to make the best out of a less than desirable situation um, so yeah, um, you know, thank you uh, so much for all the positive feedback. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, a lot of people have reached out to me um, and just said that they really, you know, enjoy just listening to people they haven't spoke with in a while, um, or you know, just you know, have, uh, providing a resource um, that could be used for uh, you know teaching uh, you know, t- teaching English. Um, yeah, because it's, you know, just regular people just talking. Um, so, yeah, you know, so, yeah, this kind of started as something I did over summer break. Um, but, yeah, you know, I've gotten a lot of uh, encouragement to continue doing it. So, yeah, you know, I, I'm enjoying it. And it lets me, um, you know, still play around with um, all my uh, audio um, interest and skills and all that stuff. So, yeah, I would like to give out, uh, I would like to give a shout out to all the guests so yeah big ups to to episode one phil uh, episode two mike episode three aaron episode four chris episode five annie episode six adam episode seven paul uh, episode eight and the other paul episode nine joey episode 10 allison episode 11 lee and episode 12 matt um so yeah and a massive thank you to those who are subscribers on Patreon. Uh, doubly so to Paul for the ICMHBTFN design. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and check him out um, at his inst- Instagram, which will be linked. Um, yeah, in this episode. Um, also, uh, big ups to Jason um, at Japanese Film Titles, I think on Twitter. I'll link that as well. Uh, he's been helping out with the transcription uh he he did uh the transcripts for allison and he will be uh, helping me um transcribe when he has time so i really appreciate that um yeah and also the other patreon people as well thank you so much um yeah so thanks to everyone's contribution and support um because this uh quote unquote keeps the lights on uh for this podcast um, as there are monthly costs for hosting the audio files like storing them online uh, through soundcloud um, recording the audio files online, like getting both, um, you know, my audio as well as the guest audio that is done through an online app, um, which costs money to use. Um, and I'm also using software to assist with the transcription. Um, 
yeah, so, you know, um, I'm not doing the transcription, just listening and writing, but there's a software that uh, helps with that. Gives me a, um, you know, I feed in the audio and um, it, you know, uh, you know, puts the audio to text and it's really helpful. It's not perfect um, and it still takes a lot of time to do, but it's um, a lot more manageable um, than, you know, listening and writing at the same time. Yeah, so those $3 a month subscriptions are a huge help uh, for that. Um, and there are there are ways around it, like, yo, you, like, you know, <laughs> for those that are listening who know me, uh, you know me, I'm always going to try to do things for free. <laughs> um, so there are ways around it, but um, I'm not able to, uh, uh, to access a majority of my recording equipment um, at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I'm just... Um, doing all of this through my laptop and a USB mic. Uh, yeah, so it's not even like bare bones. I'm literally just working with like marrow right now. Um, but uh, yeah, so ex ex uh, expect a jump in quality in a few weeks um, as, as I kind of piece together um, some more equipment um, because yeah, I'm, un I'm unable to access um, all my um, good stuff right now. Um, thanks COVID. So yeah, uh, to date, um, episode uh, 12.1 was released um, and not including uh, part um, two. Um, there are six, about six episodes that have already been recorded, uh, all new guests. Um, so um, if I've been slow to get back in contact with you or haven't mentioned being a guest with you yet, my bad. Um, you know, I will, I'm going to ask uh, pretty much everyone I know um, who I think will be interested in doing this. Um, and on the flip side, like if you would like to be a guest um, or come back on or have suggestions uh, to, to, for possible guests, like yo, hit me up on uh, in Instagram um, at I call my heroes by their first name, or uh, or through the uh, through the, the the website blog, which will be both be linked in the description, or you know on Facebook or whatever wherever. I'm not really on Facebook much, but um, yeah, you can get me on there. Um, so yeah, you know, like my bad if I haven't hit you up, I just either figured that, you know, um, I can get get back, you know, like, you know, ask you at any time or you probably wouldn't be interested. Um, so, so yeah, so, you know, it, it's, um, you know, I'm going, I'm going through everybody. <laughs> um, and I uh, also have some ideas for a holiday episode um, that might include video, maybe something on Twitch. Uh, so we'll see about that. Um, as for the language learning aspect of the podcast, uh, since summer break has ended, um, I lack the time and more so the, the mental uh, capacity to do the transcription. Um, roughly one hour of audio um, takes me about four to five hours. Um, and uh, yeah, and those four to five hours, um, you know, is, you know, I, I you know, um, I'm not able to, to do that straight. Uh, for four to five, four to five hours, um, you know, even with with time, it's just really um, it's really tiring, um, and you begin to just kind of like lose the plot uh, if you're doing something for that long. Um, and I'm also uh, making learning, uh, teaching, study re uh, study resources that are connected to each episode as well. Um, that also takes time and a little bit of planning. Um, and these will primarily be activities that focus on language features uh, that is um, in, uh, idioms slang accents um, 
as well as questions aimed at eliciting uh, schematic activation, um, reflection, and discussion related to the topics that are talked about. Um, these are taking time, but will be out soon enough. Uh, it's just that um, more so to give me time to refine them, uh, um, refine them before putting them out into the metaverse. So, you know, I don't want to like put out a handout and then it'll have like, you know, all these kinds of mistakes and shit on it. You know, if I, I'm sure my fellow teachers don't really need um, these materials, but these materials are going to be more um, aimed at, um, you know, that both teachers and learners can, can use them. Uh, so, if, so if someone that's learning English, you know, they can still use these kinds of questions or these kinds of uh, ideas to learn from. So yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be out eventually. Um, yeah, so what to expect with, um, you know, this podcast going forward. Um, as I mentioned earlier, there will be more, uh, there'll be like newer guests um, and, the, and definitely the return of previous guests. Um, also, um, I'm going to try to have on guests that I have met like fairly recently um, and some who I have only met online. And the general theme of the shows will continue to have that, you know, the feel good vibe that, um, you know, I'm trying to create. But there will be a bit more focus on learning and not even necessarily language learning, but just learning in general. Um, one reason for this uh, is because uh, it's in my, my uh, wheelhouse, so to speak. But I also think everyone has something interesting to share when it comes to how they learn. And it's very important. Um, and I believe that, you know, continu continuous learning and growth um, is paramount to our well-being and the world around us. So, so yeah, so, you know, the conversations, especially if, with the guests that are returning, I'm really looking forward to hearing how they learned to do certain things, you know, um, whether it be their career or their hobbies. And, um, yeah, and, and this kind of um, concept of how they learn can be used for... Uh, language learners to 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 use in their kind of you know tool belt of learning. Also, I'm going to have on some um, you know uh, learners of English as well uh, on the podcast um, and talk about you know just they're they're going to be friends of mine, so you know just to kind of kick it with them as well, um, and you know hopefully they can um, you know share some some things about their their language learning experience. Um, yeah, and I'm. We'll eventually do uh, a few episodes in Japanese because um, I'm also a language learner as well. Um, and uh, yeah, so stay tuned for that, especially those that are studying Japanese. Um, so you can definitely get some listening practice and uh, yeah, have fun with that. Um, yeah, so that is the, that, uh, those are the kind of four things that I wanted to talk about. General updates, shout outs, current status, uh, and um, moving forward. Um, and, uh, yeah, so just kind of closing, um, I just wanted to, um, talk about, uh, four and a half things that I noticed, um, through doing this podcast so far when it comes to language. Um, and, uh, so one of the big things that, um, you know, by doing, uh, the uh, transcriptions, um, you know, rough, roughly, uh, you know, well over 12 hours of, of, uh, transcription, um, is that, you know, um, something called back-channeling. There's a lot of back-channeling. Channel and this uh, definition is from Wikipedia. Um, so, like, in linguistics, a back-channel uh, during a conversation occurs when one participant is speaking and, uh, and 
another participant interjects responses to the speaker. A back-channel response can be verbal, non-verbal, or both. Uh, back-channel responses are often uh, phatic expressions, um, primarily serving as social or uh, meta uh, or a meta uh, conversational purpose, such as uh, signifying the listener's attention, understanding, or agreement, rather than conveying uh, significant information. Uh, examples include uh, such expressions as "Yeah, uh huh, hmm, 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 all right," like these kinds of things. Um, and yeah, I think um, you know, especially those who are la language learners. Um, listening to this podcast, or even if you're not, I'm sure you've you've heard a lot of a lot of this back channeling go on uh, going on. Um, yeah, really quickly to um, you know the the one one the word I said, phatic expression. It's a pretty you know uh, I think kind of difficult word. Um, so yeah, uh, it just means um, like it's a communication which serves a social function. Uh, you know. And that is, you know, kind of, you know, kind of social uh, pleasantries um, and, you know, not they're not seeking or even offering kind of uh, in, information, really. It's just kind of uh, signaling that we're willing to listen um, and, you know, kind of keeping like the know, social lubricant or, you know, just keeping things going and and letting the the other person um, know that, you know, we agree or that, you know, they can keep on going and that we understand. Um, so, so yeah, that's uh, one language feature that I noticed. And this is really useful to use uh, when you're listening, um, you know, but, you know, it's, it's tough. And, and this also takes practice. So, you know, this can also, you know, um, be, be kind of sarcastic as well. So if you're like, uh-huh, 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 keep on saying it that way, then this could signal to the person that's speaking that, you know, something's, something's off or, you know, you, you're trying to get them to finish. So, you know, um, you know, if you can, you know, kind of keep, keep in, keep an ear out, I guess, I don't know, you know, <laughs> the real uh, idiom, keep an eye out, but this is, this is, so keep an ear out for, um, you know, back channeling and, and, and how it's used and if it changes, uh, could be very useful to use in your, in your, uh, in your learning and your speaking. So next one is uh, filler words uh, in linguistics, a uh, filler, a filled pause, hesitation mark or planner. Um, I've only seen uh, filler used or filler word. Um, uh, so yeah, it is a sound or word uh, that is spoken uh, in conversation by one's uh, participant, uh, one, you know, Tilaki or whoever to signal to others a pause to think about uh, to think without giving the impression of having finished speaking yeah so you know simply said uh, using a filler word just lets people know that you're not done talking um i just used one um right so this is a signal that we're thinking or you know that we're doing something and this um i think um is also can be uh, called uh, like holding the floor. That's one of the functions. Filler words have uh, a number of functions. Uh, it's used to hold the floor. It's usually to let people know that you're thinking, that you're going to continue. Um, and <laughs> keep now that when you begin to, <laughs> I was going to use it again. When you begin to notice that you use them, um, they become really uh, noticeable. 
so yeah, and this this isn't indicative of speaking wrong or bad. You'll see people say that, but it's you know uh, ignore that. Life and regular conversations aren't curated. You know they are, you know this kind of speaking, especially when you're speaking off the top of your head. Um, you can train yourself to not use them, and that's great. Um, and if you want to do that, that's you know really useful. Um, but Generally speaking, if you're a language learner, um, it's good to to know these uh, to use them. So when you are when, when you are thinking and when you're speaking with someone, and you want to hold the floor or you're not done with your idea, you can learn uh, certain filler words, um, you know, like um, let me think, uh, uh right? There, there are lots of ones you can think of. So yeah, um, ch check it out, see, see what's out there, and most important, most importantly, see when they're used and just listen to when they're used and, and observe when they're used um, in, in certain contexts. Because yeah, given, you know, um, when we are speaking, especially when we're speaking uh, in a very, you know, um, I don't know, professional or you know, whatever environment that isn't casual, um, you know, using filler words will kind of signal that you don't know what you're talking about or, you know, you're not very, you're not well planned. So that, you know, is something to keep in mind as well. But, you know, in everyday, you know, this podcast is just about regular conversations between friends. Uh, and this is just something that happens a lot. Another one that I wanted to touch on is uh, our uh, con confirmation checks. Um, so this is more related to uh, language learning. Um, and this is something uh, it's more of like a second language acqu acquisition theory uh, that I like. Uh, where I learned, I learned it. So a confirmation check for me is, you know, um, or for how I learned it is when, you know, we want, generally speaking, uh, is when we want to make sure that the people that are listening to us or the person that is listening to us uh, is able to, you know, follow along. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, exactly. So you know what I mean, right? Right, so these are kind of, um, you know, kind of said to you know get agreement that either the person understands what they're saying or it can even also be used as a kind of filler word um uh sorry it can be used uh kind of like a filler i guess or like back channeling um more probably more not not filler but um yeah more so back channeling uh to keep the conversation going um if someone has like you know a completely you know uh, um, you know, com completely different idea from what you're saying. This kind of gives them a chance to kind of, you know, be like, uh, not really, right? And then they would use, you know, their own kind of uh, back channeling or whatever. Um, so yeah, that, there's a lot of those in there, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, uh, that's when we're doing that, right? And these, are all, th these can also be used as filler words as well, right? So these are all kind of, in a certain way, blend into each other um, and, to, and to, to some extent. But yeah, there you go. Um, and then like 4.5 um, is that there are, and this is what is really funny. I found this really funny. There are a lot, uh, it took me a long time to get the exact, uh, um, you know, terminology for this, but uh, there are a lot of um, uh, quotatives uh, in, 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 in the conversations. Uh, and a quotative 
um, is a grammatical, this is the technical term, is a grammatical device, uh, once again from Wikipedia. So a quotative is a grammatical device to mark quoted speech in some languages. And as such, uh, it preserves the grammatical uh, person intents of the original utterance rather than adjusting it as it would be, as, as would be the case with reported speech. Uh, it can be equated with uh, spoken quotation marks. So yeah, this is something that when we're telling stories, we're always like, I just used it, right? We're always like, and then we will, then the quote follows. So we're always like, he was like, I wasn't mad, right? So, so this, that is a quotative, right? So we are, um, when we're telling stories, instead of using reported speech, so reported speech, also known as indirect speech, uh, means expressing the content of statements, questions, or other uh, utterances without quoting them explicitly as done with, you know, a, qu a quotative uh, or a direct speech. For example, um, a quotative or direct speech would be, he said, I'm coming. Uh, is direct speech, whereas he said that he was coming is indirect speech. Um, so, um, yeah, so there are lots of, lots of quotatives when we're telling stories and we're kind of, um, it's really useful in storytelling. Um, so this, um, you know, I think is very uh, spe specific uh, for, um, you know, the, the nature of, 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 the, of the, these episodes so far because we are kind of, talking about our history or talking about our experiences in the past. And when we do that, you know, we usually uh, use, um, you know, like this quoted uh, speech, right? This, these quotatives to kind of give life to the story and to build a setting and, and you know, to, to kind of, you know, um, create the environment of, which, of, of how the story is told. So, um, yeah, that should, be, that should be something interesting. And this, I think, uh, is a language feature that is kind of powerful, in my opinion, uh, to, to, to learn, uh, not, not only to use, um, but also to, to, to understand uh, when you're, you're speaking with someone or even when you're listening in on a conversation. Um, so, yeah, and there are lots of ways to do this. So usually it's, you know, generally in like a book that would be written you know, he said, or you, you can even use like different kinds of words. So like he exclaimed, right? You can use different verbs to give a kind of, uh, you know, spazzazz to how or give more of a descriptive way to show um, what the person is saying and how they said it, right? Um, but when we do speaking, we can change our voices. And uh, a very, you know, um, colloquial way of, of using a quotative is like, I just said it. So when we use it, we usually say, he was like, she was like, right? And that like is, means he said, but that like is kind of, is kind of a preparing the next thing that it was going to be said. We are adding the, the 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 verb right where we're, we're adding how it's said right we're describing how it's said um we're adding you know the the spazazz to well spazazz is kind of a tough word we're, we're adding the 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 emotive way the emotions to the speak so you can so you can say she was like i didn't do that right and by you know you would say like she whined or you know she, you know <laughs> she you know, right but it would sound really strange to to say 
you know, she whined this word or she, you know, said this in a really high pitched way. Um, so we're able to use our voices to, to mimic that. So this could be really fun uh, and a really good practice to, to do uh, with your friends um, or, you know, with anyone really. But, <clears throat> you know, if you want to practice, you can, you know, also use it as a way to, you know, um, you know, add humor to your story. Um, he was like, I didn't do that. Or, you know, you can you can always like mimic your friend's voice or mimic someone's voice or cadence, you know, um, and a really good, uh, you know, um, I think episode with Annie, um, I think it was episode five. Um, she, uh, yeah, yeah. So she kind of uh, talks about how she got the phone call uh, from the uh, guy from England or something. And, you know, she didn't want to do the, you know, English uh, accent, but she did his inflection. That was a really funny um, part. And uh, yeah, so, but we, there's, there's, um, there's that everywhere throughout every episode. So, so yeah, you know, um, I'm kind of rambling on, but yeah, uh, for those that are, you know, learning or even those that, you know, are just listening to the podcast and that, you know, you guys, English is your first language. Um, I think it might be fun to kind of um, really listen to, you know, the language features that uh, we, we use and, you know, uh, find out if you know what they're called. Right. Because, um, yeah, um, how we, you know, linguistics, you know, um, it's 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 a very, you know, <laughs> deep and, uh, you know, living, um, uh, you know, field. Um, and uh, yeah, I think and I think you'll appreciate especially those. Uh, people who, um, you know, uh, are, you know, um, monolingual people who only speak one language. Um, yeah, I think it's it's really useful sometimes to really think about, you know, um, all that goes into to English. Because, um, you know, English uh, is, you know, a very, you know, powerful language. Um, you know, uh, I won't get into the whole talk about colonialism and stuff. That's different different uh, different podcasts but um yeah you know so the english uh is you know very complex and it's a very um you know uh it's very complex and it goes throughout the world so you know a lot of people have to learn english uh to survive um and english is not the easiest language to learn um especially if you need it um you know, to you need it to fit into the monolingual world, the monolingual um, situations. So, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, um, that's that. That's all. Um, thank you for listening. Um, and uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed this update. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions or anything, or you can hit me up on all the social media stuff. Um, all right, catch you later. Peace out. <laughs>